are back on the MT Sports Show, giving you Michigan football, Michigan basketball recruiting takes. Always is my co-host. His name is Tyler, and he's back with me. We didn't get you guys last week, but we're here back on the MT Sports Show, and we're here to discuss a commitment. Michigan got a commitment from Daxton Hill. Most of us thought this came out of a little bit out of nowhere, a little bit out of right field. I think Michigan probably thought they were trailing Alabama, and this wouldn't be the first time Michigan's pulled a recruit from Nick Saban in Alabama. I don't think it'll be the last time with Harbaugh there, but this uh-huh. one this one is a pretty big commitment, and I don't want to undersell anything on this commitment. I know on paper it looks big, but um, right. get, get this kid on the field and see what he can do. But at the same time, he, he's a terrific athlete. If you just watch his film, I think you don't really need to see him play and play like in person. Um, yeah, I think he's probably the best athlete that I've seen um, play in high school at that position since probably Ernest Shazer. I mean, he was at Michigan. It's been a while. So yes, it's been yeah. a while. And I think there's, uh, I think Sam Webb compared him to a little bit someone that was even further uh, ago, and he's a little bit older than I am and you, so he probably remembers that. Um, but at the same time, this this commitment is, is huge for Michigan. I, I really think uh, now if, he's, if this commitment sticks, um, probably yeah, one of the bigger exactly. commitments Michigan's landed since Rashawn Gary and Jarrell uh, Peppers. So, uh, what was your take when you when you heard the news, Tyler? Because I think some people wasn't sure if they were kind of like they were excited, but they were like, wow. Uh, I mean, I, I was kind of like with those other people. I was like, wow, that just came out of nowhere. You know, you you, you hit it on the nose, you know. we I honestly thought, you know, Alabama was going to land him. But, you know, he had a he had a visit during last week's game against uh, SMU. And obviously, you know, he just liked the environment. But I was reading a little bit on the whole thing. And, like, his parents are on board with this whole thing. And it's like, it's more – it's not really for football. It's more than, you know, the future. So, like, you know, with Michigan being, you know, one of the top programs when it comes to academics and all that, you know, that's kind of why I felt like, you know, he kind of committed to Michigan because it's more than just playing football. And I and I saw a couple of people compare him to, like, the Ed Reed, you know, the way he plays, you know, the way he has a mentality for the football. And it's obviously a big – a big get for Michigan, you know, obviously, you know, people are all these naysayers, you know, Michigan, you know, particularly, you know, five bomb, you know, Jim Harbaugh has never beaten a Nick Saban when it comes to a recruit, you know, we can't get these five stars and all that. And, you know, just out of nowhere, you know, this five-star safety that Michigan needed badly, you know, to help that defense in the back end, you know, it just loaded up for them for next year. Yeah, I will say this, Tyler. Daxton Hill probably starts right away, and when he comes to college, I wouldn't. I wouldn't Easily. say that. Easily. I wouldn't say that he's going to start all season, but it might. It might, you know, take him a little bit longer. Maybe that. Maybe like that second game, third game. I. I would say he's probably starting. And when I say right away, I meant that's probably my definition of right away as far as a freshman, because um, right. you don't really see many that many freshmen just. Plug and play unless you're at Alabama um, or exactly. other schools, and uh, it doesn't usually work like that at Michigan, where you you get a kid that he just plays right away, like from the get go. 
Um, right. But we have seen a couple of guys this this season and sure. previous seasons that have just you know played some snaps, and that's that's great. But I think Daxton yeah. Hill, when if he when he once he gets his chance to to play, his snaps that like these freshmen have been getting getting in the past couple of years, you're going to see him make a really big impact. I believe he he just doesn't shy away from from what I see. He doesn't shy away from anything, and he mm-hmm. just plays like with reckless abandonment. And uh, I think right. it was Devin Gardner, Devin Gardner, I think it was that said that and he hadn't seen someone play like that in high school. It was, he just was tugging back. Um, it's a big, it's a big land for Michigan and uh, at a position right. that they needed, obviously. Um, right. But, and hopefully it sticks. Hopefully it sticks. Yeah. Because I don't think he's going to be enrolling early. I think he's going to be going down to signing day. So, um, yeah. No, I think the, the interview that I listened to with Sam Webb and uh, his his dad, uh, Daxon's dad, it just kind of seemed like that there wouldn't be a flip or anything. Like he wouldn't be committed. I, it just it seemed kind of weird. Um, his parents seemed like the the type of parents that uh, would hold his hold their uh, own with mm-hmm. that. So um, it was Daxon's decision too, as well, um, that right. he wanted to go to Michigan. Um, so big land. Oh yes. Big land, and you know Michigan got that got their five star. You know people saying you know Michigan can't get these five stars. Uh, now they got one. Well, I kind of compared his his uh, I guess his his commitments a little bit, kind of like Jabril Peppers a little bit. I know Jabril Peppers didn't really right. play you know that position, but as far as like um, not like not as as in like we were surprised kind of effect in the same same way, but more as, like, because I think Jabril Peppers, like, I think a lot of people thought, you know, he, he was going to choose Michigan. Well, now, Michigan wasn't too far in behind Dak's commitment, but um, it was a little more surprising that they landed Dax than Jabril. But um, right. as far as just being on the defensive side of the ball and playing in the secondary um, and that that aspect, that I think it's as big as that. Um, yeah. we'll, see what ha- we'll see what happens. You know, it's, he, he's got another, you know, he decides to play for Michigan next year in, in 2019. We'll see what happens. Uh, I know that he's going to be in, you know, a defense that loves to utilize. But, like, him, he played on offense, too. And um, he's a really guy that is aggressive. And uh, in the Big Ten, sometimes that could not be so good if you're aggressive. So, um, right. Do you, we do you think uh, – yeah, right, exactly. Do you think he'll – you think Hart if, when he when he does play and all that? You think Harwell's going to use him as a um, viper like he did with Peppers, or you think he's going to be strict safety? Um, well, he's got the size to be like you know strong safety. I think he's like what six, almost six one, one hundred, almost one hundred ninety pounds. So, uh, you know, by the time he gets to, to college, I would that's that kind of seems like the the six you know six foot kind of six foot one hundred and you know almost one hundred eighty pounds seems like a corner type weight a little bit now he's safety yeah. and he's pushing 190 almost in high school and then you get him to college and he plays he gets up to maybe you know we've seen players that under the new strength and conditioning program they've gained a lot of weight and muscle so uh-huh yep i could especially with, i don't especially uh, with ben herbert there i i mean i wouldn't I, I would i would say he could probably play safety and he you know talking to him or watching the interview he um he said that you know he could play 
in the nickel or you know he can play the corner corner position. Um, so he doesn't really have a preference. My in my my honest opinion, I, I think he should play play safety. But he's right. kind of like a guy like Ambry, Ambry Thomas. You can move him around a lot. Um, or Jabril Peppers. You can move him around to different positions, and uh, um, he's gonna he's gonna play well wherever he is on the defense. I think he's just that yeah. special of a talent. I mean, he doesn't really you don't really see the guys like that. And I think this is probably Michigan's first player that they landed out of the state of Oklahoma in, in recent memory. I don't remember them I getting. I remember either, but I mean, getting him is a big get, though. It is, and uh, I think this class could potentially uh, finish in the top five. Now, um, now with great recruiting news, sometimes there's bad, I guess, and uh, yeah. we're sometimes they're. We're uh, so focused on the good, um, we don't we don't want to focus on the bad or vice versa. But um, Eric Gray, uh, off purpose back, there's been some rumblings that he may look yeah. to I did, pursue I other did schools. Yeah, and I heard you know with Char- with Charbonnet already at the helm. I you know I don't know what's your take. Uh, I I was actually going to ask you the same thing because I I just happened to stumble upon it this morning. I don't know who. I've seen it on Twitter, but I don't know who, who it was. But I did see something about, you know, him possibly transferring to Ole Miss or something. Like, he was looking at other schools, and that Ole Miss is the one that I've seen was the school he was thinking about uh, committing to. Well, it's, it's but, definitely possible. I don't know why he – I mean, it's fully up to him. But um, yeah, I mean, it that, is. I mean, you know, losing him, I mean, it will be – a loss, obviously, you know, would be another, you know, de facto, you know, Michigan, you know, with these decommitments. But, I mean, at the same time, like we, like we talked about in our last few episodes, you know, recruiting, you know, you're going to get these, like, you know, you're going to get players who want, who's going to decommit and go somewhere else where they have a better opportunity. And, you know, with, with Michigan, with their running backs, they're so deep right now. You know, with, you know, once Higdon and Evans leaves, you know, you're going to have – Samuels, you're gonna have you know uh, True Wilson, and you got Cabaret coming in. You know they're just gonna be deep out there. He, yeah, once I mean Higgins gone after this year, um, mm-hmm. I really think it is really crucial that that Michigan does try to hang on to uh, Eric Gray. Um, yeah, you know he wants to he wants to hear wants to hear rumblings of a player thinking about going to another school or taking visits. Mm-hmm. Generally, that's not a good sign, and no. Eric Gray hasn't been committed to Michigan for that long. So, I mean, if a player is committed usually for a short period of time and decides to decommit, usually there's there's something going on there where, um, you know, his commitment to a, to one school wasn't as strong. Maybe I I don't don't know mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I there's some reports out there that he was taking a visit to Ole Miss, and uh, right. I've seen some. Crystal balls in for, I think Ole Miss and Arkansas. So I, I, I maybe he wants to go. I I don't blame a kid if he wants to go to a school and be the featured running back. Like you know, AJ Dillon was right. Boston Boston College. AJ Dillon went there and he was the guy. Yeah, Michigan kind of wanted wanted uh, Najee Harris and they didn't get him. And uh-huh. but Michigan's doing fine in that category. No, no, no uh, loss there a little bit. But AJ or AJ Dillon is a great player. Oh yeah, I mean he's having a hell of a year this year with Boston College. You know, I was in a Heisman candidate. Did I say AJ Williams? 
No, you said AJ Dillon. Okay. No, I thought I said it before. I said AJ Williams, and then I, I, I when I said his name the last oh. time, I thought I said, I said Dillon, but I thought I said Williams before. I don't know why. Um, hey, no disrespect, to AJ Dillon. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Dillon name is just not really Williams is a more common last name than Dillon, but um, anyways. Um, well, yeah, maybe. I was gonna say maybe because uh, I lost college title Williams there. I think a year ago or a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, he was the uh, he was like the Dolph Walker guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's when uh, I think when Don Brown was there, and I think Washington was Al Washington was there too. I think so. Um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but um, we'll, I guess we'll see what happens. There's always attrition that happens, and but losing Eric Cray would be. I think he's a terrific guy and a, and a terrific player as well, mm-hmm. but. We'll see what happens with with that. I know, but I know that um, if he does decommit, then we can't be like, "Wow, it's <laughs> it's the worst thing that yeah. can happen." Because Michigan does have Charbonnet coming in, and yeah. they also, you know, have Evans next year. And um, but you want to get as many great running back prospects as you can because it's just always it's a cycle that just keeps going. Yeah. It keeps going because yep. you can never just not recruit a position unless quarterback. Usually quarterbacks, you only take like maybe one per cycle. Usually you don't take right. a lot. But um, I mean, Mich- Michigan's pretty good at quarterback right now with McCaffrey and Milton. Well, I meant just that for an example. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. So, um, yeah, great, great um, land from Michigan. Um, one that we didn't really – know if it was going to happen or not, but, you know, he took a visit to Michigan, and um, that was the, what, what is his deciding factor, and um, that's that's good. I really do hope it has six, and we'll hopefully see him in the, the Maize and Blue next year. Um, there's no disrespect to, to Alabama. I mean, Alabama's obviously proved that they're great, and um, I think Alabama's not going to – they're going to get now, the next best player if they gonna, want to. Yeah, they're still going to be top of the class, you know, Top five easily when it comes to recruiting, but you know I think right now they're number, two, they're number they're number two right now in the 2019 class, I believe. So I mean they're they? I mean even if even if Michigan got you know the next, if they got Zach Harrison and Lewis Dean and and Keegan and Fosky and mm-hmm. Ford, they I mean they would, that would have to no pass Alabama, but it would be like by like a couple points um, yeah. according to the composite composite. So right. it doesn't well, I mean, really matter. Michigan's class right now is, looks fantastic with that Hill commitment. And if they land yes. Hill, if they land uh, Keegan and uh, maybe Fosky and uh, and Seen, I think this class is, is great. And I think people should just be satisfied with it and um, don't don't like take it for granted. And because you know you, that's why we go back to saying we can't have nice things if you can't right. you know appreciate things. So. Exactly. And you know, obviously, you know, I was going to say, you know, if if anyone can beat Bama when it comes to a five-star recruit, you know, it's a win, obviously, you know. It is, and I think Bama's going to get – they're going to get an, an, the, another great player, too. Like, it doesn't stop for them. And um, <laughs> they they really just – they just uh, – it's a, it's a cycle for them, and it's like a – it's a nonstop thing that they, they do every year. And it, they almost don't even uh, – it's not a loss to them when they lose a player to another school. It's not, so – um, yeah. To their fans, though, they expect to land everyone, so um, that's a little bit it's different. To, but. It's hard to do. I mean, you you don't know what goes on. 
goes on in these, you know, 17, 18-year-old kids' heads when it comes to commitment. Like, like we touched on, you know, commitment is a big thing. You know, they want to do what's best for them and all that. So, Yeah, it's hard to – it's also hard to satisfy a fan base, too. We know that being Michigan yep. Exactly. Exactly. We know that. Yep. Anyways, um, moving on to the Nebraska game. Um, We didn't get to a chance to stop in for an episode uh, last week for uh, the SMU. SMU. Um, Michigan did end up winning that game, I think, what, 45 to 20, was it, Tyler? Yes, it was, yep. And um, we could do a little – um, recap real, real quick here um, before we get into the Nebraska game. Um, they started out slow, and a lot of people were like, wow, why is Michigan starting out slow against yeah, SMU? I, I, and yeah, I, did, I did put out a tweet saying I still don't know about the offense. <laughs> well, you still don't know about the offense, but, but Shea Patterson is still completing 70% of his passes. So, so I mean. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I feel like they're kind of running this same thing they did with, you know, Jake Rudock, all these short passes, you know, trying to get the run game think, going. Uh, Tyler, I kind of feel like it's more of like a Jed Fish offense than, than anything, but that's just my that's just my opinion. And uh, I can see that. I know. Uh, it's that offense might be gone for the most part, but I still kind of see glimpses of it a, a little bit. And as far as being like kind of conservative, still a little bit and. <laughs> you know, what it gets me is, like, people are, like, open the playbook. And they keep repeatedly saying that. Well, I don't know if people even really know what that they're saying when they say that. <laughs> right. And didn't one of the coaches say that they haven't opened up half of the playbook yet? Well, you seen you heard uh, Michael Anwenayu say that um, yeah. we, fans haven't hadn't seen um, even half of the offense. And, you know, I posted a tweet kind of, I guess, you know, sharing some of maybe frustrations from other fans, thinking that, well, we're waiting for you to do that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> right, like you're and, starting uh, to get into the Big Ten conference, like can't be. Yes, I mean, may, may, I mean, I, I don't feel, I don't feel like they should use it against the Michigan State or Penn State or Ohio State. But I mean, if, but I mean, you're getting into the grind of the Big Ten conference now. And, I mean, I thought we would have seen it during the first three games. I think so, too. I, I mean, I guess versus Notre Dame, they definitely could have won that game. Um, versus yeah. Western, they didn't – I mean, they just came out and pretty much blew Western out of the gates. I just um, yeah. don't think they should try to get too, uh, I guess, like conservatively – conservatively cute is what I'm going to call it. Um and against Michigan State or Ohio State or Wisconsin or Penn State, you can't do that. And if Michigan's going to be able to win the rest of their games, they're going to have to get the run game going again. And then it's yeah it's, uh, something they did against Western. But um, I guess that SMU was, I mean, wasn't as good as against Western. So, so I mean, Higdon was out for the SMU game with a leg injury. And him and him and Evans should be back this week. So, yeah, I did see some that they were full participants in the practice or something. So they should be good yeah. to go for the Nebraska game. But even I mean, from what I mean, even our offensive line was you know holding decent blocks during 
through the SMU game. I mean, they uh, that line's starting to get better, you know, slowly. I mean, there's going to be a, pro- a progress. But, you know, Ed Warner, you know, is starting to get that line shaped in for Shea. But, you know, our run game has to get back to going. No, I, I think that's, like, I've said it before, too, though, and um, we sometimes we got to try to find something else to talk, talk about, and that's uh, where recruiting comes in as well. But in four sure. years, their offensive, offensive line um, should be way better. Um, it comes with recruiting. It comes with making the yeah. right hires. Um, yeah. And and I think, you know, Ed Warner's a good out. hire. Great hire. Great hire. You, yeah. just, you, can't, you can't expect him to, to walk into – a, uh, a job and, and it actually yeah, absolutely change every single thing like it under a drop of a hat when um, you know it, it's his first year and it's um, mm-hmm. he's, <laughs> he, working with Harbach is not always the easiest thing to do and I'm, I'm sure other coaches no. maybe feel that way so right exactly but I mean I'm sure he'll he'll get it going I mean I'm sure he'll have him ready for the Big Ten but you know like we talked about. Every time we do a episode, you know, it, we're getting into the uh, meat of the Big Ten schedule. So, you know, especially Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, you know, see how that line holds up against them. Right. And um, I think, Anna honestly, Wisconsin. Tyler, I, I'll, I'll leave this – I'll leave this – I'm going to say this a little bit later, but I'll, I'll leave this towards a little bit in a couple more minutes. But um, Michigan – the offense has looked a little bit better, and um, this is the first okay. time that a wide receiver has had three touchdowns or more. This is the many. This is the most touchdowns the wide receivers had since 2015, where Chesson did it against Indiana. He had four touchdowns mm-hmm. in that game. Um, that, was that was an overtime game, wasn't it? The double overtime or whatever. Yeah, 2015. So that was Harbaugh's first year um, at at Michigan. So it was that game. Um, so now I think. With with what the offense is doing right now, and obviously people think it's still conservative, which is, they're kind of justified in thinking that. But at the same yeah. time, you know, Shake's getting most of his passes, and he's get, starting to get, develop some chemistry with Donovan Peoples-Jones and mm-hmm. um, and Nico Collins and, and his tight ends. And the offensive line, eh, well, maybe it's not you know, playing the way people want it to play. And you know, there's people don't have patience sometimes, and I can see why maybe right. some fans, some fans are, they're not patient anymore because they, they've been patient it's, for it's four years. years or something, so. You know, it's, it's, it's the same thing, you know, can't get our offensive line going, but I mean, it, it, it'll take time. Like, well, you, know, you know, no, they, they, they can, it's just, it's against like the bigger, big teams that, yeah. that, that is like, well, not if Michigan can go out against, they can call it, I know Nebraska's going too, but if they can play against a team of a different caliber, say like you know Wisconsin or something like that, and they can play really well, the offensive line can play really well, um, then you could maybe start to say, well, now I, I can I can see this team this this team really winning you know the rest of their games, but um, but just with some individuals, you you don't you can't really. It doesn't matter. If one good play happens and another bad play happens, it's like almost like the the bad play outweighs the good. So, right. And we see it. I but, mean, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, we yeah, yeah. I definitely do. And like you said, you know, it, it's it's good that you know Shea has found his chemistry 
especially with, you know, DPJ. You know, that's just like his go-to. And, you know, DPJ has been a balling lately. You know, I think the last two games he's had, what, four touchdowns in the last two games? Listen, listen, Tyler. I think Michigan's have has uh, they've had seven touchdowns, seven passing mm-hmm. touchdowns, three games. They had nine passing touchdowns all year last year. <laughs> that, that all year last, we're, in, we're in game we're in game what we're game four now. Four. So yeah, brutal. And yeah, obviously they've had you know they had injuries last year, and it's hard yeah. to gain consistency when you're injured. But I mean, I think. You got to build on that first. You got to start with somewhere, and if they're starting with right. that, that's that's good. But it just go it comes down if they can continue to do that. Um, yeah. I can't predict the future. I can't predict the future, but um, if their I defense plays better, if their defense plays better than they have been, which I mean their defense is, they played. Uh, yeah. It, they've given up some some plays that they shouldn't have, and some penalties that should have been called too as well. So, um, yeah. That's an easy fix for John Brown, though. He'll have his. He'll have the defense ready for the grind of the Big Ten schedule. Like he'll have them ready. But well, if if he maybe stops being stubborn and plays a little bit of man coverage, wait, no zone. If he looks like a little bit of zone coverage, if he plays a little bit of zone and not so much man, then especially when it comes to Ohio State or something, because you know the last few times when they played Ohio State, like we should have won the last game or the game before, but. You know, Michigan, when it comes to, you know, dual-threat quarterbacks, you know, they obviously, you know, they miss their gaps and everything. They can't contain the quarterback, and it hurts us. That's Don Brown. Yeah. That's not what – I mean, you, I mean, I, I, Don Brown is – he's fantastic. And if you listen, you listen to this episode later tomorrow or, or whatnot and you hear me kind of like go the other way and Don Brown, don't turn the episode off. Listen to right. what I'm saying. If Don Brown would would change, you know, his schemes just, you know, for some plays and just spy these running quarterbacks with with Hudson. I mean, you're really looking at this defense getting off the field a lot quicker um, mm-hmm. because they get beat on these edges a lot. And it's you know, Don, as great as Don Brown is, if he did that, change that up a little bit. He, I mean, his defense right. wouldn't have to be. Uh, they wouldn't have to blitz the quarterback and give up these these plays in, in, uh, in space. So it's just mm-hmm. – I, mean, I think Michigan, Michigan's defense is still amazing, but I just think that oh, – yeah. I kind of wish they would, would sh- they would change that, though. Right. And, I mean, we'll see. Uh, we'll see when it comes to Saturday. I mean, I think, I think I've seen Nebraska's got their freshman quarterback back, uh, Martinez, who is also a dual threat. Yeah. But, you know, it's a freshman, so, you know, maybe Don Brown will dial it up against this freshman. Well, yeah, and Michigan's playing at home as well, and uh, yeah. I believe Michigan's won since 1968. They've won like 43 or 45 uh, Big Ten openers um, at home, I believe. I think that's the number. I Don't call me on that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, now jumping into the Nebraska game. Nebraska coming off a loss against Troy, correct? Yep. Me if I'm wrong. They nope, are starting. You're correct. Okay, they're starting 0-2. And this is the worst start since. No, don't 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 think this is crazy. This is this is their. If they start zero and three against Michigan, this would be the worst start since 1945, when they oh, start zero wow. and five, zero and five, and 
that year they had a first-year head coach in George Clark. Did a little bit of research. We have Google nowadays, people, to know this. <laughs> um, first-year head coach, George Clark, um, he started 0-5. And, and, you know, Scott Frost is trying to do something that he doesn't want to do the same thing as Clark did. And you know what's kind of cool about them? Both played quarterback. One, Clark oh. played for Illinois and uh, Scott Frost played for Nebraska. Actually, coincidentally, oh, wow. both teams are now now in the Big Ten. So huh. back then, I think think Nebraska was in the Big Eight, and I don't know where Illinois was. <laughs> Illinois is probably right. in the Big Ten too, I think. But I'm not sure. Don't put me on that. But <laughs> got me on that. I just know Nebraska came from the Big Eight, Big Twelve, or whatever. Yeah, and Nebraska hasn't really. They haven't really had that many terrible seasons in the past, you know, twenty years. I mean. Um, huh. They started 0 and 3 in 2002, and they finished 0 and, they finished 7 and 7 that year. And then 2004, they uh, finished 6 and or 5 and 6 that year. So, yeah, <laughs> they haven't really had that too many horrible seasons. Um, 1953, they started 0 2 and 1. So I had to dig back to 1945. 1945, and that's I mean, the they're a story – Nebraska's a story program. I mean, Todd, oh, Tom Osborne. Especially oh. in the 90s, 90s and yeah. 70s, 2000s. Yeah, 90s, 2000s. I, I I mean. Yeah, I, I think I've seen some – I saw a couple of tweets. Uh, people were comparing the uh, the Michigan team in the 90s to the Nebraska team. I forgot what year it was that they were – but the national championship that Michigan would have – beat Nebraska in that championship game or whatever. I forgot what year it was. It was nineteen ninety seven was the team was the year that um, I mean we're really talking about um you know, some some kind of we're going back a little bit. But if you if you look at that, that team that that uh um Nebraska played, they mean really they really got by on a couple really close games, and um, when they played Missouri, they yeah they were the Big Twelve that year. Game, like they were. Whatever, there's a game. Whatever there, it was. There's a game. What's that? Whatever it was, Big Twelve, Big Eight, whatever it was in '97. No, they were in the Big Twelve that year. So Big Twelve. Um, yeah, they had been in the Big Eight since probably um, before that, I believe. So, um, you know, they. Had a good team that year, and Scott Frost is the quarterback, um, mm-hmm. and they end up going on undefeated. But I don't know how you. And I'm not. I'm really trying not to remain be biased here, but I don't know how you take that ninety or that ninety seven Nebraska team over a ninety seven that ninety seven Michigan team. I I don't <laughs> see it either. Michigan had the tougher Michigan had the tougher schedule that year. Yep. So, I mean, yes, they but, did. Um, that's always going to come up when Michigan and Nebraska play, just because. You know, they don't like each other, and, and Scott Frost thinks his team outhits Michigan, which I, you can outhit a team, but if you don't beat them, it doesn't matter. Um, You're right. So, so um, yeah, I, think it was, I have to do some digging on that one, Mr. Tyler, and the dig back. I mean, like I said, it doesn't happen very often. And now if that comes turn, turns out to be the wrong stat, then I apologize. I didn't look through every single season from 2018 to 1945. I Google sometimes lies. 
<laughs> well, I actually, I, I this isn't technically credible or not. I was on Wikipedia, and Wikipedia is not technically credible. Ah. Credible, but I think you can rely on it when it comes to you know scores and and uh, yeah. records for the most part. Um, but yeah, I wasn't gonna look through every season to the 1945. <laughs> Just looked at the seasons where they finished below 500, which um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. And they hadn't they hadn't did that that many times, and you know, they, and since like the the eighties and nineties were great mm-hmm. for Nebraska, so they didn't really. I don't think they finished under five hundred in, in the eighties or nineties. So, when was the last time Michigan and Nebraska played? It's been it's been a couple of years, hasn't it? I think I think fourteen, I believe. 14. And I think Nebraska won that game. Then that was at Nebraska. They did win that that game, yeah. I can remember watching that game. Well, uh, Jim Harbaugh's three and zero in Big Ten openers since he's been the coach at Michigan. So hopefully we can go four and zero. Yeah, and and Jim Harbaugh is one of he's two he's two coaches that have um, he's one of two coaches that have finished or started um, their seasons uh, started their careers um, with ten ten wins or more while joining Fielding Yost. So Yay. good. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, Michigan faced Nebraska in 2014. I think Nebraska ended up winning that one. I believe. I think so. I think I remember yeah. watching it somewhere. I forgot where it was. I think it was at an ex-girlfriend's house. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I thought they played around that time, but I don't. It's been a little bit. I had to do do I, a little bit of uh, googling, and uh, I don't think they played <laughs> that played that year. So yeah, I don't. I thought it was 2014 to be honest with you, but maybe it was 2012. Hmm. I think it was 2012 to be honest with you, but could be wrong. Yeah, they played Michigan 2012. They 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 end up winning. They beat Michigan 2012. Um, 2012. And they didn't play in 2015. So if they, if they didn't play in 2013, then it have been 2012 2013. Um, sometimes you just got to do some fact checking. You know, my memory's not the best. Right. Yeah, they did. They did play Michigan in 2013. They ended up winning that one, 17-13. 17-13. So they played. Yeah. Okay. It was at. It was at Michigan. So. Oh, it was at Michigan. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was at Nebraska. Maybe it was a year before or something. Yeah. Um, well, they played 2013 and 2014. So, um, yeah. or 2012, 2013. My bad. Um, so <laughs> the last time they last time they played was 2000. 13 and and uh, or Nebraska won so okay so no Michigan Michigan Michigan's what Michigan's two and two and one this this uh this year looking to start three and one and um, Nebraska yep. all and two all trying to get the first first one of the season, of the season. So. Scott Frost has got more losses than he did when he was at Central Florida. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can't claim national championships when you're 0 and 2, so <laughs> not this year. It's a different conference. Nope. You don't play in the American Conference. Nope, definitely not. Um, yeah, it's a little bit different now. Um, but actually, I will be at the game on Saturday, so <laughs> cool, cool, so, cool. Another game. Another game, uh, not not. not. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I have my tickets from the last game. I don't know, but oh well, I'll be going to a game. It won't be a Michigan game, but 
I'll be going to the Oklahoma Texas game next in October. Oh, that should be a good. No. I, I, no. Hey, free free tickets, uh, free tickets. I'm still a Michigan fan, but you know it's a football game. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Don't 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 make me bring bring don't make me bring the haters in here. I'll bring the I'll let the trolls in. <laughs> I'll wear my Michigan jersey to the game. <laughs> Well, I mean, was that the Michigan game when they played, played Western and you had a couple fans play, they had Ohio State jerseys on. I'm like, what the? Losers? Why you? <laughs> I, Losers? Who does that? That irks me. That irks me, but um, I'll try to keep it professional. So, and, um, uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully we don't have to face Joey Bosa at the end of the season. <laughs> right. Joey, uh, Nick, um, Nick Bosa. Right. It, uh, yeah. I guess um, I'll say this: um, tough blow for Ohio. <laughs> tough blow. For, no, I'm. I'm really trying to be, remain no. remain fresh. No, I, I think it's kind of a. I would say that. Karma. Well, I mean, you, guess you could say that. Um, I just think it's he, He's a good. He's a great player. You can't. Um, he is. You can't say anything bad about his his play on the field. Um, but at the same time, that, that's definitely a big loss if he doesn't play against Michigan. Yeah. I really um, think that. So we'll – it's a, it's a long hard. season. And, uh, yeah. She's got to focus on Nebraska. Not overlook Nebraska because they got Northwestern next, I think. So don't they have North, Northwestern. Northwestern, 430 at, at Northwestern. Yeah, they play at Northwestern, and that's a, usually a tough game for anybody to play against. So especially at Evanston, especially at Northwestern, it's like playing yeah, Iowa I mean, at Iowa. All right, here's what I think: Northwestern, they've been great over the years, but this season they they haven't looked they haven't looked great, and I. I I don't know what no. it is about them. I haven't watched their games, but they they lost to Duke. They lost to Duke at home. I think two of the losses came at home. I believe. I believe so. I think I watched one game of them, and that was their opener against Purdue. I do believe. And they won that game, I believe. So. Yeah, they won that. I game. just, but now it doesn't matter though. Like you could play, you could be zero and three or zero and four, or, you know, four and whatever. And if Michigan comes into town. That I guarantee that crowd is going to be rocking. It should be rocking. It's the way it goes. If you're playing, you're playing Michigan, whether you're playing Michigan or you're playing um, Alabama or whatever. Um, if you come into their stadium on a certain night or you know, Saturday night prime time or anything, they're going to be wanting to get a win. Get a win. And Michigan's a top 25 team right now, so yep. um, they're going to be looking for a win and. You can bet that it doesn't matter if they're one and two or zero and two; they're going to be looking for a win. So. Yeah, exactly. Now remember, Mike. You know Saturday's a maze out. You got to wear your maze shirt. I will be doing that. I will be doing that one hundred percent. I I have I have a lot of blue shirts, but I definitely have a lot of maze shirts. Um, and if I if I don't and if I'm not satisfied with the maze shirts I have currently right now, I will stop at um, the M Den. Located on State yep. Street, as well, and around around uh, campus. So shout out to um, them. Shout out to them. Then I will be stopping at one of them if I don't not satisfied. 
my shirts I have right now. I want to upgrade. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I think I'm going to bring a yellow towel, kind of like the, you know, the, you know, with the Steelers, but they don't have – I think I think I've seen some either like the first fifty thousand or twenty thousand or something gets gets a yellow towel. So you better be one of them. You get a yellow towel. I'm I'm definitely there. Like at like nine a.m. There you go. There you go. There you go. Where'd you Where'd you read that at? Where'd you read that at? I think I've seen it on Michigan's Twitter account or something. Oh no, kidding. Okay, I'll see. Yeah, for yeah, you. If you see it, no, if you see that, go back and find that tweet if you can and send it to me or something. I don't know. Or at, right, at me or mention me. I'll tag you in it. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, the first 50,000 or something, you know, get a get a yellow towel. Okay. I mean, first Big Ten opener at the, of the season. So, everybody better be rocking it, I'd say. So. Yep. Um, I know it's, it's a noon. It's kind of hard to get rocking for a noon game, though, kind of sometimes. <laughs> The first 50,000 fans in the stadium on Saturday get all maze rally towels. Okay. I might have to hit, you know, hit up Ty Rogers or someone and just be like, hey, you know, throw me a maze towel. You got, I, <laughs> I, need, I need a maze towel. Those, for you don't, those of you don't know who Ty Rogers is, uh, I, you know, you're lost. Uh, you, there's no helping you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Going to find out. Mike Neal, shout out Ty Rogers. Maze Towel. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, you have to hear it from me on Twitter, but uh, about me not getting Maze Towel. No, shout out to Ty Rogers. <laughs> though. his work work is. Uh, I would is hate great. for your Big Ten. I would hate for your Big Ten opener. You know, go go south because you did not get a Maze Towel. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll bring a backup if, it's, if that's the case. <laughs> so, but hopefully, I'll find a know, white towel. I'll find a white towel. I'll find a white towel and uh, and like be that you one know. random guy. I'll find a white towel and spray paint it uh, yellow. <laughs> there, there you go. But, you know, hopefully Michigan doesn't overlook Nebraska. You know, Nebraska is looking for their first win, so you know they're going to come out playing four quarters. Yep. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I'm I'm going with Michigan in this one. I'll go Michigan 31-13. to 13. I'm a I'm gonna go with Michigan. I'm gonna say 31. Uh, actually, I'm gonna go with your score, 31-13. Got it. Well, I would like for you to pick a different score, but I got you. Hey, you know what? <laughs> okay, 49 to three. All right. This isn't. They're not playing Western, but all right. <laughs> it's all good, though. It's all good. I think it's gonna be Michigan's. You know, Michigan should win this game, but um. Like you sure. always say, you can't you can't overlook them. And uh, no. Michigan's definitely the inferior opponent. Nebraska's the inferior team, in my opinion. Just um, <laughs> given that Nebraska's playing with an injury uh, from yeah. coming off injury with Martinez, so yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, you, you don't know. Um, we'll see what happens um, on Saturday. Um, tell you what, you guys. Tell you what, though, he's- Tell you what, though, he's never faced a crowd 110,000. <laughs> I would imagine this game's probably going to be around 110, 111,000, probably, I would imagine, because last, uh, last week, two weeks ago, was uh, 110, so that was against SMU. And that was what it said, but I don't know. <laughs> Tell you what, they sell at the, the big house, so. 
Oh, for sure. It's just it's a big house, a uh, great place to watch a football game. Uh, so my score was 31-13. Tyler went with the same one, 31-13 as well. We will see you guys next week. Um, I hope that you guys don't think in – Think that while we're you know ducking and dodging from getting episodes in, but sometimes things just happen. Yeah, we we got a lot of obligations as well as other people do. Um, <laughs> we don't have time just to sit around and uh, make episodes Man. as much as we uh, would like would to. to. That'd be that'd be great. But um, yeah, so you guys can stream all of our episodes on Anchor as well. Um, stay tuned for some a little bit more things that we've got. We're, we're going to be releasing here soon. Um, so stay tuned for those kind of things. We're slowly uh, rolling out some, some new things. Um, we will see you guys here soon. Michigan's looking to start the season 3-1 and one, uh, against Nebraska at home, and we will see you guys next week. Go Blue. Go Blue.